Hey guys, and welcome to the Seasoned Woman podcast, bringing you weekly discussions that promote the nurturing of the mind, body, and soul. I am your host, Whitney Williams, and I will be taking you through the agenda today. I always feel like maybe I should cut my intro down a little bit because it might be a tad too long. But anyway, it's all vibes. It's another episode. If you are a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so happy to have you here. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I hope this time you brought friends, you brought family, you brought everyone with you because we got the goods over here. Okay. If you don't know, this is basically a podcast about all things psychology spirituality philosophy all the questions we have about life and how to function and essentially how to be a thriving human being so without further ado let's get into today's episode so today i wanted to talk about something that i've actually been interested in um for a while now I actually came across it on social media because it gained a lot of popularity and it is love languages. So if you're not familiar with love languages and more particularly the quiz, um, it's basically a quiz that has been circulating online written by Dr. Gary Chapman that basically aims to tell you which forms of expression of love you prefer. I thought it was really interesting because as someone who's always trying to like improve my communication and find ways to create intimacy with people, it was actually surprising to me that I'd never actually been able to put into words how I felt about the different ways people would show that they love me until I did the quiz and thought, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I do prefer this over that and vice versa. Um, prior to doing the test I kind of felt like I was um, or rather I had this idea that you just accepted love in whatever way it was presented to you and that all expressions of love were essentially equal and perhaps I might not have appreciated some forms because um, I don't really know why actually but I guess this was really that's why I say before that this was really enlightening because it it kind of validated my feelings of wanting people to express their love for me in certain ways that I understood and that felt genuine and felt authentic to me. And it also explained why, for example, I didn't really like people trying to buy my love, I put in quotation marks, which I guess is kind of linked to one of the love languages. So, um, yeah. That being said, I think it can be very useful and very helpful to learn about love languages so that you can both verbally and non-verbally communicate with the people you care about in a way that makes sense to them and in a way that shows them that you do see them and you do see what their needs are and what their wants are. And the first way we can do that is by learning what they are and learning a bit more about them. So that is exactly what we're going to do today. Uh, for people who have already done the test and maybe know more about it, 
perhaps this is an opportunity to gain a bit more insight on the different love languages. And for those who haven't heard of it before, it's a new opportunity. And I will definitely leave the link to the quiz in the show notes. So if you do want to do the quiz as well, so you can do some reading up for yourself. Amazing. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm going to go through the five languages and let's go. Let's do it. So we start with love language number one, which is receiving gifts. Now, this love language, I think, is quite straightforward. Obviously, it's when you appreciate receiving gifts from people that you love or that you care about. And it's funny because when I mentioned before that I didn't really like being like bought off or I didn't appreciate people buying my love. I guess that's one side to receiving gifts that people often raise. Um the fact that it can be quite materialistic or sometimes it feels a little bit superficial. But for people who have this love language, I think it can actually be a lot deeper than that. Yes, there may be some people who just appreciate material things and for them that means a lot to them. The fact that somebody's willing to give to them in a physical way can mean a lot. But also I think it can really show other sides of the person one that they were thinking of you when they bought what they bought you and two that perhaps they know what you like and they know you so in them gifting you something they're saying hey I know like I know you would like this I wanted to buy it for you here you are so I think <laughs> as much as I've seen people knock it I think there is a lot of value well, to be fair, I can't really say that because it's someone's love language, so it has to have value. But I think we should maybe lay off people who have this love language a little bit because I think it can actually be a really beautiful thing. I know there's been many times where I have used this love language to kind of gift to people in my inner circle because I wanted them to know that, look, I see you and I see the things you like and I see the things you talk about. So here is something that might be meaningful to you based on that. And I think it's a really powerful way of showing that you listen and that you care but also it can be a sign that you're thinking of them whilst you're away so for example if you were to buy them a souvenir whilst you've been traveling went on a short trip or a long trip that's equally meaningful because you said hey I missed you whilst I was gone and I was thinking of something to give you but perhaps that's not your style and maybe you prefer words of affirmation which is love language number two so words of affirmation is basically hearing loving kind uplifting words from someone you care about someone you love and just feeling better for it so simple things like you're so amazing to I'm so proud of you to oh my god you look amazing are the kind of things that you love to hear from someone that you care about and if this is your love language words are so important to you and they can really create a sense of intimacy in your relationship you may appreciate verbal communication a lot you basically are someone who likes kind words and someone who on the flip side 
also can be very hurt by the words that your partner or your friend or your family member would say. The saying sticks and stones definitely doesn't apply to you because words really can hurt you. And in this case, I, yeah, I think it's a pretty simple one. It's a pretty straightforward one. A partner who wanted to show you that they cared about you could do anything from just taking that time to really compliment you, to let you know how proud of you they are, to even doing things like writing love letters and expressing how they feel about you in the most romantic way possible. Well, I think so anyway. (laughs) But yeah, I think words of affirmation is pretty straightforward. So we will move on to love language number three, and that is quality time. Now, I think to be honest, quality time can mean different things to different people because at the end of the day, you kind of determine what the quality of the time spent is in terms of what you do during that time. But I think fundamentally, it's being given your partner's undivided attention with no distractions, no excuses, just time for the two of you to do whatever you want to do and I think this is a really lovely one actually because it I guess it's really being in close proximity with someone that you love and doing something together that essentially brings you closer in our current day where everyone's pretty much busy all of the time I think spending quality time can really show the person who's receiving it I guess that you really do care about them because amidst our busy western lives you've still been able to make time to do something that both of you like oh I guess even if you don't enjoy it you're still making the time to do something that they'd appreciate and to be honest I think the next love language might even tie in with um, quality time because it's physical touch which I guess may often be shared during quality time together but also it is a love language in its own right so physical touch is basically everything from giving a kiss to giving a cuddle to that cheeky bum grab when you're in public um it's just loving the physical affection from the person that you're with and obviously this is not like with all of these love languages, it's not just you and a partner. It can also be friends. It can be family. Obviously friends and family might kind of differ <laughs> in terms of the way you'd want to receive physical touch. But nonetheless, it can be applicable bleh, applicable to all. So yeah, I guess if you appreciate physical touch from someone you care about, you may feel that being together physically brings you together emotionally. And one example that I can think of is, and it's funny because I always see people kind of debate again on Twitter because I'm on there a lot. Um, I always see people like guys always saying, oh, like, I'm not really about this. Like, well, not every guy, but some of the guys I've seen anyway always like, oh, yeah, why does the woman always want to cuddle after sex? And why is she always trying to linger? And for some people, that might just be how they express their love. And that's okay. That's completely okay. 
Uh, but if that's not for you, we have the fifth and final love language, and that's acts of service. Now, acts of service, I think in the last few tests that I've done, I've personally had acts of service quite high on my list. So that is something that is quite important to me with physical touch being the second, actually. But acts of service is basically doing anything for someone that you care about that you know will make them feel better. So it's everything from washing the dishes when you know that they were going to do it but they have so much else to do it's I don't know paying their bills one time it's arguably anything and I know obviously they kind of relate it to um I guess more what's the word what's the word what's the word more (laughs) it's more task related so essentially doing things to help your partner out but I'd like to think of it as more than that so it could even include doing things like providing or being provided with words of affirmation when needed or being provided with physical touch when needed because your partner knows that that's what you need in that moment um I think that it can be a bit more open than that but according to the definition it is essentially the epitome of action speaking louder than words so what you like is people showing you how they feel about you through action that's what means the most to you and for me I can 100% agree with that because some of the most cherished acts that I've appreciated from people that I've dated have definitely been acts of service for example I was tweeting about it the other day Um, Someone asked what was one of the most romantic or the sweetest things that someone you've been with has done for you. And even though I have received a lot of nice things, like I've received gifts and stuff like that, one thing that I always remember is the fact that I was with my ex and those times I was still in uni and we both were low on cash and there was one evening where I was just like on the phone complaining to him saying oh I'm so hungry and there's no food at home blah 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 blah. like he was on the phone all this time and an hour later I hear a knock at my door this is at like 10 10 30 at night and I hear a knock on my door and lo and behold it's my ex and he's got like a container of food to give to me And I just thought that was literally the sweetest thing ever because he's seen that I was hungry and perhaps he couldn't buy me food, but he made the effort to come all the way from, because he pretty much lived on the other side of London. He came all the way from his house at 10 o'clock at night via public transport just to make sure that I had something to eat. Those are the kind of things that really show me that someone cares about me. Now, I could relate this to perhaps my childhood and how I was shown love as a child which they kind of do attribute your love language to essentially they say that um how you like to be shown love may be how you were shown love as a child or perhaps things that you felt you were missing when you were younger and that essentially determines how you want people to express their love and their care for you but I guess I just wanted to say a few things about that because First and foremost, even though you may have a dominant love language from childhood, I do think that it's open to change and it's open to development. 
obviously when you're younger you see things a different way to when you get older and perhaps have learned more and have grown more and your needs will change that's natural maybe when you were younger you really appreciated I don't know receiving gifts and as you got older you realize actually you prefer um words of affirmation or you prefer physical touch that would absolutely be okay and in line with that I don't actually think that any one person has just one love language I think obviously as I mentioned before it kind of goes on a a scale so there are things that you prefer more and things you prefer less and that can mean that yes is open to changing with the days and perhaps even changing with the person that's given it to you maybe you might prefer receiving gifts from one person because you know that they're really meaningful and they really do take the time to give you things that you like or from someone else you prefer acts of service because you know that they'll really get the job done and um well actually not get the job done but because you know that when they're doing it for you, you know it's because they really do love you. So I think all of these things are quite open. But at the end of the day, it helps to know at least where you're at in that moment and in your relationships. So you can clearly communicate to the person that you're speaking with about how you appreciate love or at least how you want to be shown love in that moment. And also have something to kind of explain to others in how you like to share your love with people and how you show that you care for people because often when there's kind of like a mismatch of love languages there can be a lot of miscommunication that surrounds that and perhaps people feeling neglected people feeling unloved or uncared for because they just don't understand the other person's way of expressing how they feel um I think understanding both persons if that's the right term um or I guess understanding love languages from both perspectives can be really helpful we are officially at the end of episode number two and if you've made it this far I just want to say you are a real one if you enjoyed the show and you enjoy what I've been talking about so far don't forget to subscribe and if you really really liked it don't forget to share it with friends family pretty much everyone you know because I feel like everyone could do with all the goodness that we share on this podcast so thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week